Hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to another edition of A Different Identity. The show is being brought to you by our good friends and media partners at May We Help You Radio. My name is Lawrence Jackson, and I'm being joined by my controversial counterpart. You know her as author Pamela Mintz. Listen, folks, each week we share insight, we share perspective, but most of all, we share our experiences. And we do it because we want to show you the value of seeing things differently. We believe that when you know better, you will do better. And better is exactly what we want you to be. Better in what you see, better in what you believe, and your better starts today. So once again, it's time to talk about it on this edition of A Different Identity. Pamela. Yes, yes, yes. Two weeks in a row. You better go ahead with your bad self. Right, right. I told him I was back. I was back with a vengeance. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Life tries to happen in between, but I'm determined to be back. So anyway, let's get started. Um, We want to remind everybody that we have a lovely family on social media by way of Facebook. It is a page entitled A Different Identity Radio Talk Show page, and we invite each and every one of you to join us there. Send us a member request because we know that you will enjoy the banter that continues to go on daily on that page. I feature and Lawrence chimes in from time to time different issues from relationship to the latest news issue. So if you want to keep abreast and post your opinion, because sometimes, you know, you just have to escape from the work day. You have to escape from the real world and go on to sometimes that imaginary unreal world called Facebook yeah, and post an opinion yeah. and get it off your chest. So we invite you to join yeah. us to do that. We also invite your questions, your comments, your commentary, anything that you want to share with us by way of email, a different identity at gmail.com. We invite you to send us your comments. We welcome them because that's how we make the show better. You know, every time you send us something, trust me, we talk about it and we talk about how we can improve to make the show better so that you can tell your friends, your family, and your enemies, if you like, all about a different identity. So, because we got caught up last week, let's see if we can get past the initial comment this week. Launch us this time. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, I got two questions this week, and one I heard this morning, and then another one I read uh, during the course of the day, and I, and I kind of wanted to see what you thought about it. And so let me just say this, like, you know, we address a lot of relationship-type issues, right? And But I don't think we, like, really kind of jump into the whole uh, sexual or sexual encounter uh, part of relationships. But I was listening to one of my, you know, favorite radios uh, stations this morning, and the conversation got started about uh, becoming celibate or being celibate um, or how long should you wait to engage with someone, right, sexually or whatever. And so, you know, mm-hmm. I know that, you know, there are a lot of principles and a lot of things, um, you know, biblically that people uh, go by. But one of the one of the ladies mentioned about Iyana Van Zant saying to wait 90 days, right? And, and she was basically mm-hmm. saying if you wait 90 days 
it, it gives you a good view of the person. It gives you the opportunity to be able to spend time with them. And, you know, she kind of went through that full gamut. Before I let you respond, there were some people who texted in and was like, hey, you know, me and my wife did it in 10 days, and we've been married for 10 years. And, you know, so there were different people chiming in on the subject matter. So where we are as a climate, you know, relationship climate right now, how would you respond to that question? You know, do you wait? Do you not wait? And then how long would you wait? Well, I'll say this. This is how I always reply to those type of questions. It is an individual decision. Okay. As a grown-up, as a grown-up, when you get grown, you know, you get to make your own decisions. You don't uh-huh. have to um, get approval from family. You don't have to get approval even from your friends about who you want to sleep with. If uh-huh. you decide you want to knock down somebody you meet, that's your, you know, that's old time life, knock down. <laughs> If you decide you want to knock down something that you meet, that's your business. It's personal. It only becomes relevant when you decide you need to talk about it. Because the truth be told, nobody knows if you do decide to have sex with another individual unless you tell it. Nobody will know that you even did it. Why it should be an individual decision because it doesn't have to get approval from anybody. Okay. So there was the, the one lady who said, like, you know, she knows somebody who waited, like, 31 years. But she's now, uh-huh. like, and she said every time she tells a guy that, the guy gets scared. Right? Because he doesn't, he I should. guess, initially. <laughs> so why do you say that, as he should? You think it's because, a, because somebody that has waited all of that time, to turn into a um, a stalker if it doesn't go the way she intends for it to go. Because some people, and see, this is where the problem comes in. Some people uh-huh. see sex as a way to say we're in a relationship. But if you haven't had that discussion, you just gave up your tail, you got yours, he got his, and that's it. But some, if, if you decide that, oh, I'm going to give him some of this since I've been waiting 31 years, he's been so nice to me, we'd have been out on some dates, I think this would be a good thing. Maybe this will uh, move us into this. This will make him my man. And she going to give him that tail, and then he just keep on moving. Does he feel like the tail was trash? Or it wasn't. You're so wrong today, He's not what he wants. I'm a grown-up. I'm a grown-up. I can say what I want to say. <laughs> That's where I'm at, too. Um, and I think that, you know, that might mess it up. So I, I don't think that there's a time limit. In the time that I, you know, one time we posted this question on a different identity page because this 90-day this rule also is what Steve Harvey says. So, you know, at, at one point in time, a lot of women were waiting 90 days because Steve Harvey said so. But then we put it on the group page. And the men in the group, it was a consensus almost that it don't make a difference if you wait one or 90. That don't mean I'm going um, to love you or be in a relationship with you. So you holding out don't make your chances no better. Okay, so, okay, okay, okay. And I, I'm, I'm just curious of like, okay, so it like you said, for a woman or from a woman's perspective, 
now we've done it, we are in a relationship. Is is that the general view from a woman's perspective, from a grown woman perspective of now that we have engaged, now that we have crossed this line, we are now committed? I mean, I got to be real with you. No woman should make that decision, period, and say, just because I gave you my tail means we are now officially a couple. That's where there's a miscommunication and where communication went every time. So I now, say you, that, you... So I say that if you didn't have the discussion, you can't make the assumption. So I guess that's, that leads to my next question. I'm going to let this go and move to the next question. But you say have this discussion. So you're in the moment. Y'all are, you know, having dinner. Maybe y'all go for a nightcap, whatever, whatever. And now um, is it a discussion or does it just happen? What do you mean, intimacy? Like, am I am I gonna say to you, like, you know, the the, the you know, we we start exchanging, maybe we start kissing and hugging and touching and whatever, and now, you know, one thing may lead to another, and and so even for those, and I'm and I'm not saying that it makes it any difference, but for like even those who drink, so now you are a little bit looser, you are a little bit more carefree, and now you're in the moment. And so in the moment, you don't stop and say, hey, I think we need to have a conversation about this, or do you just no, kind of you know go with the No, no, no. You know what you're supposed to do? You know what's about to happen. If you got all that foreplay going on and you getting hot and ready, you better either say, no, we stopping right here, or you are going to go with the flow. It ain't no time for no freaking discussion at that point. <laughs> okay. It's too late. It's too I- late. I just wanted to know because I'm like, you know, there's there's something going on here, and now you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, I think we need to talk about this. No, no, dummy, don't 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 listen and do that at that point. You better say no, I can't do this, or you better just keep on getting it, getting getting it in. Gotcha. Okay. So let me ask you this question. This is my final question, and we'll get into tonight's conversation. But I thought that um, this was a very interesting uh, comment that I saw. And the question was, would you lie to make me happy? What are your thoughts on that? You know, I've seen that one before, too, and this is my thoughts on that. I don't believe you should lie to your mate at all, but you can avoid the spectrum. That question is only a lie if you uh, answer, but you don't have to answer. So if it's a good surprise, that's the only time that warrants that you may have not been as truthful as you should have been. But I just believe in those cases, instead of going that avenue, just don't answer. So when they say, when they say you knew, or they say you was working on this all along, yes. Why you didn't tell me? Or you didn't even answer me when I said I know because I ain't want to lie. Right. But so what if it was in terms of like, like partners? Like, hey, how many how many sexual partners have you had? Or hey, you know, how many people are you going out with currently? Whatever. Like, are you dating somebody? And so now, like, that's none of your none of your daggone business. I was getting ready to say the other word. Oh my, Pamela, what? That is. That's not your business. Oh, that's right, I you're a grown up. I'm far. sorry. 
Right. I'm a grown-up. I can say what I want. I just think that that's not – people go too far with asking questions. Like, if somebody asks how many sexual partners I have, I have three. I have three children, so that you know that was three encounters at least. Okay. That's, that's how, many uh, how many people I'm dating. How many people, I mean, that's, those are questions. You should just, just be glad I'm here with you. I just believe that some questions are a little taboo because until you cross the line to have a discussion about a relationship, if dating is just that. It's dating. You have the option to talk to anybody you want to, and the person has no right to get angry. But and it might not even be a a discussion of whether or not um, it it could just be what is the word I want to use here? It could just be maybe not angry, but just judgmental. Like I I think that people hear a certain number or a certain thing, and whether or not that's a deal breaker for them or something that's very important to them, you know, like. I don't know. Do you really want to know? Like, do you really want to know how many sexual partners I have? Like, is that going to be important to where we are or where we're going or whatever? Um, you know, do you like my hair? Do you like my outfit? Or, you know, do you think I'm sexy? And it's like, oh, yeah, you, 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 you know. My thing is, why lie? Why lie? <laughs> You get too old for that. Oh my god. We almost fifty. You got I'm it. sorry. Fifty now. You know, at one point, you know, you you just is like, uh, you know, you are right. no, why lie? Avoid the answers to those questions. Change the subject. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's let's jump into this. I I just kinda wanted to get your thoughts on those couple of questions. So tonight's topic is where the magic happens and I and I know that um Probably a lot of people is probably thinking something along the sexual lines or the sexual nature, but it, that's that wasn't uh, the 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 uh, okay. the premise of tonight's conversation. But I think that where I wanted to go with this conversation of where the magic happens is in the relationship, and so like what things. Um, are important. So I was listening to a conversation, and the conversation was with men, and there was a some some ladies kind of. Uh, there was a lady asking. Uh, there were some married men, and there were some single men, and they brought up some very good conversation points that I that I wanted to kind of talk through tonight with you, and just kind of see uh, what you thought about them. And so one of the first questions that they talked about in this interview, um, and maybe you can kind of get into it. You know, it was. You know, basically asking the men, what are the not so accurate assumptions that women make about men? And so, if we could start there tonight, as far as just relationship or just in general, like, what are, and and they asked the men, like, what do you think um, women say about us that's not exactly accurate? Let's see. I think one of the most um, things that they say about is that men aren't ready for relationships. Okay. I and think why? Because I, I got that written down here too. I think that that's a faux pas. I think that it's all about just like we want the right man, they want the right woman. 
And I think that a lot of times men um, do have in their mind what she looks like, what she acts like, how she treats him, how he will be able to treat her. It, 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 and when they don't find that chemistry, that doesn't mean that they have, you know, with you, that doesn't mean that they aren't ready for relationships. That just means that you're not the one they want to be in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. So I think that's mm-hmm. a whole part that women have when they think that there are a majority of men who don't want relationships. I think the men who don't want relationships say it. We just don't hear right. it. But there are more men that want it than don't. They know somebody got taken so, in old tales when they get old. They know they get old. That's right. I know that's right. And so one of the things along that line that they were talking about that, that kind of came up is, is one of the gentlemen said that men are built to pursue. And so as I am looking or searching and trying to find you, you know, as you know, the, there's a there's a, a popular scripture that talks about he that findeth the wife findeth the good thing and he obtains favor. And so we understand that. And so what these guys were saying, or one of the things that they said was, like, now I have this overly aggressive woman that is now pursuing me. And so the assumption is, like, and and we talked about this before, knowing when to pursue, like, can you give me a sign or a signal or something that lets me know that it's time to pursue versus you coming up to me, touching me, and you know all of those things. And so, what do, what do you think about that? Do you do you think in this day and time that women are a little more aggressive or overly aggressive? Well, this is what I'll say to that. I'll say this: women have to be careful and be sure that they're getting a sign that a man has interest. I think that this is the thing that happens, and it's funny because I thought about this today. Women mistake. Uh, men that are nice for he likes me. Women mistake him being respectful for he likes me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's the character of that man. He's nice and he's respectful, but that doesn't mean he has interest in you. So when you go and jump at him and want to be aggressive, that's a turn off for him. I think that, you know, I always do say that I value the scripture that says he that finds us, but I also want women to understand that they have to be available. And available does not mean that you're chasing him. That means you're available when he he has an interest in you and he wants to take you out. He wants to talk to you. You are available. Mm-hmm. And so, so I, I guess with that be careful with that one. Yeah. And so with that being said, they was they were basically saying that like when a woman is overly aggressive or giving um the wrong signals or whatever, that causes men to be entitled. And so now they feel like and and I think we I, I talked about it a couple of weeks ago where they talked about um the the show that um that uh nephew Tommy is hosting. They talked about in Atlanta there are about fifty women to one man. And so with mm-hmm. that being said, that it now is making a man lazy because now he doesn't have to pursue you. He knows that you're going to come after him for whatever you are attracted to, whether it's, it's, it's you know, the physical part or whatever. 
now I know with a 50 to 1 ratio, like I don't have to do any work. I don't have to pursue. I don't have to act like I'm interested because you're going to do that for me. Uh, that's foolishness like, right and, there. And, and, they, and they called it to receive. Like, all I need to do is go to the place where they are, they'll approach me, they'll start talking to me, they'll give me the number, I'll wait to call them, and, but I'm going to have them on the hook because the ratio is not balanced. But see, the problem with that is it just depends on how um, that woman responds. You know, if she's every time, if she, if she already knows, because, most, again, as women, one of the biggest things I learned through this radio show and through conversations with men is that women, we don't listen. Men say exactly what they mean. You all do not give hints, signals, beat around the bush. You don't do that. You speak specifically. As women, we don't hear it. We hear how we speak. So even though it's 50 to 1, if that man says, I'm dating right now, I may be interested in a relationship in the future, but I'm dating right now. As a woman, I can't hear, oh, if you find the right woman right now, he'll get in a relationship. That right woman going to be me. That's what a woman heard, which is why I say we have to listen because men are honest enough to say it, we're just not wise enough to listen. Right, right. And and so that even kind of brings up another point of just like you saying, like the, the clues and the information and and women possibly and this is and this is what I heard, women possibly saying well, if he's available, I can change that. Like he's saying that he's right. not interested in a relationship, but if he gets with me, if I show him this, if I do that, if I do this, it's going to shift the relationship or shift him towards me because I got the magic and I can make it happen. See, when men, again, you all are honest. So when you start describing past relationships and what you really want, Women have a tendency to hear, I'm the, all those things. So that woman tries to become right. those things. Right. But if it's not you, it's not you. You can't become right. someone who you're not. And he will see that regardless of how much you're trying to become that. If it's not you, it's not you. And it won't be you that he gets in a relationship with. So why do y'all go through that? Because... Some women, one, are really want relationships. Just like as men like get it, older, they realize that they realize that they're getting older and don't want to be by themselves. Women do too. Right. And some women, again, we go back to what we initially said. If you say it's fifty to one, forty nine women is going to be ass up. <laughs> so they thinking, am I going to be one of the forty nine, or am I going to be the one? So they try to do everything in their power to be the one. 
Right, and that's the thing. So it was like even when I watched the show, I think it was called, I, I can't remember the name of the show right now, but it was like the more aggressive women were getting the man's attention and the and the women who were more passive, the women who were more laid back, and even men too. Like I, I think there's an element to this. And so as we're talking about where the magic happens, like uh-huh. do you have to be aggressive or can you be passive? Do you have to be outspoken? Do you have to kind of do more now to just be a part of the number? See, I think and does that see, create I, magic know, or remember, do you lose magic? But think about it. Let's think about what you're saying as a man. So women think that um, being aggressive will get them closer to the prize, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So it will make them stand mm-hmm. out. You know, he's going to remember me because I'm going to ask blah, 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 and be so aggressive that he can't forget about me. But if he's the type of man that does not like that, the, the first thing he's doing is forgetting you because he wants a more passive woman. So to me, it don't necessarily mean that she's going to get the prize. Because that may not be his type of woman. And I don't mean no harm. Right. The average man doesn't like a loud woman. Oh, so we're going to talk about that. Though. Yeah. <laughs> if her aggressiveness is linked to being loud, she's probably out, out of the running. Okay. Well, hey, folks, we are, you know, finishing up segment one. Um, certainly uh, want to say thank you to each and every person that joins us every week um, on a different identity. If you have a question, you have a comment, you know what to do. The number here is 646. Oh, I forgot the number. 626-652. I then forgot, really, really, really forgot. Oh, my gosh. 626 six, Pam, please help me. I'm like, I lost the number. In my head. Oh, like, no. What? 646-652-2513. If you have a question or a comment tonight about tonight's conversation, I'm getting so tongue-tied because I, I want to continue this conversation. I definitely don't want to take a break, but I know we have to do that. So, again, the number here is 646-652-2512. We're talking about where the magic happens. And and basically the premise of the relationship is identifying places where the magic happens, whether it be connection, whether it be conversation, where is it for you that the magic, where the spark and and all of those things take place? That's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, So definitely thank you for joining tonight's conversation. And listen, one of tonight's sponsors is audible.com. They are a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information, and you can listen to audio books whenever and wherever you want. You can also get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com using the backslash of M-W-H-Y-L-L-C. Again, that um, it is www.audibletrial.com. Just please make sure you use the backslash of M-W-H-Y-L-L-C. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, folks, and we'll be back to continue tonight's conversation where the magic happens after this. Debonair Entertainment is your full-service entertainment company. We feature bands, DJs, classical ensembles, and more. Whether you're planning your wedding company event, mitzvah, or birthday celebration, Debonair Entertainment has the perfect act for you. We also offer photo booth rentals to accent your event. 
Call us today at 804-690-7682 or contact us on the web at debonairentertainmentinc.com. Debonair Entertainment, your party starts here. If you're the parent of a child with behavioral challenges that has been suspended, expelled, or just not able to make it in a traditional school setting, there is an alternative. Call the Metropolitan Day School today. Licensed and accredited grades K-12, through call 804-321-2595. Financial assistance and after-school programs are available. Let's turn this school year around right now at the Metropolitan Day School where Eagles soar. Call Ms. Thomas today, 804-321-2595. Looking for fun, fashionable jewelry? Go online to JB.com where you'll find everything you want from classy to trendy to boho chic all in one place. JB.com has everything a girl would want at prices you'll love. We add new items daily to keep it fresh and exciting. Go to J-A-E-B-E-E.com today and enter your email for 20% off your first order. That's J-A-E-B-E-E.com. Welcome back to a different identity up close and personal with Lawrence and Pam again tonight. We're talking about where the magic happens, and basically we're talking about how you can create magical moments or magical memories with someone. And we kind of started the conversation off by talking about not-so-accurate assumptions that some women have about men, and we kind of talked through that a little bit. Um, but, but, but Pam, so I, you, you kind of touched on it in the last segment. I kind of want to jump into this a little bit um, because then they started talking about what is – not so attractive about women. And so they asked a question to this this male panel again saying, what things are not so attractive about women? And so here were some of the things that the guy said, and just let me know whenever you want to jump in. Um, okay. That they, they talked about women being what they call overly forward. They talked about um, women being pushy. Um, and then they talked about um, loud or showing too much or women who don't know how to settle. What do you mean by women who don't know how to settle? Well, you know, like, hey, like, I think you're making a scene. Like, hey, can you settle down a little bit? You know, that kind of like you're you're being That's embarrassing, so to speak. That's a nutcase right there. <laughs> and I will never what understand you think about men that? That, that like that because, it, you know, it's funny because I've heard some men actually say that is a turn on for them to have right. a woman that's that aggressive and crazy. But 
I just don't see how that's something that a man should want should want around them in their space because that person will turn into somebody who you will never recognize. And I don't know if, if when you are ready for them to settle down, they're not going to. They're going to be that loud person all the time. And when you get to our age, you want calmness. Right. What do you think makes a woman be loud? Is it is it because she doesn't know any better? Is it because that's like popular culture to kind of be outspoken and, and different things of that nature? No, I think that's how she's always been. And she doesn't feel a need to stop, to calm down. That's how she's always yeah, but- been. But it's no magic in that. And so it's like, are you just doing it because you know people can, like, is is that the type of person that you want to be and or portray? You know, I'm Like, there's no magic that, in that to me. Well, I agree with that. But at the same token, they just don't want to um, change. See, they're accepted as that person. So they see no reason to be anything different than that. So when you've always been that, what do you do? So you're saying you don't have a friend or you don't even recognize about yourself that there's something that could change or that you need to change or even recognize about yourself? Nope, nobody checks them. Nobody checks that person. They don't have a friend that checks them. Nothing. Okay, okay. So, what about you? What do you think about the the woman that that shows too much? Because that was a genuine concern of a man, and just like they were talking about in this particular interview, they like to chase. But if you show too much, you now have made it easy, and now you make me lazy because I really because you're. And again, this is no offense to how anybody dresses or how they dress or whatever. These are just the concerns or the genuine concerns of, again, if you want to pursue a relationship, there has to be a certain magic that you bring to it. But is that showing too much, is that a part of your magic? When it comes to magic, this is how I see magic. I think magic happens when you are somebody to that person that they've never seen before. You know, like magic is like, it's, it's, it's that thing that happens that you don't believe is true. Right. So I think it's that thing about you that shows up that that person is like, wow, I didn't know anything like this could have exist for me. It's right. not a, it's not a thing. It's, it's something that's undescribable when you say how does the magic happen? Because how I'm magical to my fiance may not be magical to another man. How how you are magical to your wife doesn't mean that you're going to be magical to any other woman because it's something about the connection between the two people that nobody else could ever have. Right. So you know, magic magic is like this thing that you don't that you you know magic you can't you can't tell how it happens. It's it's right. just like it's something that happens 
in front of your eyes that you just cannot put into words how it happened. It just happened. So so listen to this, and this one I thought that was very popular. Um, not very popular, but I thought this was a little eye-opening to me when, um, in terms of communication because, you know, they, they say that women like to communicate. But there were, there were two things that men say um, it makes them uncomfortable, right? So in, in, in terms of talking about magic is these two, these, these two phrases. The first one was, can we talk? And then the next one was, we need to talk. And so the the general consensus of the men on this particular panel was like, don't do that to me. Don't say that we need to talk because automatically it's going to put me on the defense or automatically it's going to make me think that something is wrong. And right. so right. help me, help word. us understand that. Buzzwords. So I call those words buzzwords. When you say to a man, we need to talk, immediately, immediately, a man thinks something is wrong. Mm-hmm. So those words should never, ever be used if you just want to have a conversation. Those are words that should be kept for when there is something wrong. Mm-hmm. Because that's their immediate thought that something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And they, they said something kind of that, that I thought was very, very interesting. They said, when you want to have a conversation with a man, you know, they were saying, participate in his activities. Like, if you see him watching the game, like, sit there and kind of talk to him casually. If he likes to play golf or he likes to do something, you know, that's relaxing to him, instead of saying, like, hey, we need to talk or whatever, Go with him at the, you know, in the in the activity that he enjoys, or just be still and kind of make everything casual. What do you think about that? You know, I, you know, it's all about what what a person wants. It's not about, you know, it's still all about what a person wants. That's what I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. It's all about what a person okay. wants. You you can't make a person want what you want. You can't. People have that taboo that they can change people and that's what that boils down to. You cannot. Okay. Okay. So here was the next question which I which I again I, I thought the whole interview was interesting, but I kinda wrote down the points um that uh that, that kinda stood out to me. And so they asked the men um three things that would um that a woman can do that would convince them that they need to commit to this woman. So before I say what they said, what do you think in, in terms of making magic happen? And you, I think you kind of talked about it a little bit, like these things or that connection or like you know it's magic when you're with the right person. But from if you had to look at a man or look at your fiancé and say, what do I think I need to do because I'm interested. I'm interested in him. I want to get to know him better. He is somebody that I feel good about, that I see that I can share myself and share my life and all of that with. How would you You convince him that you're committed? You know what, that's funny because I think that every couple actually goes through that. I think that's Mm -hmm. a part of that, that, um, that thing of going from 
dating to a commitment because it, you have to see something beyond what you've seen in anybody else in order to go to the next step. And most of the time, it's something that is, that's what it is. It's something you've never seen in anybody else. So what you do is you find that thing is what draws you or attracts you the most to that person. So you have to be mindful and choose that person based on that. Because a lot of times we get into relationships, we always have, but, you know, he's nice, but I like her, but she's sweet, but. And when you get to a point where you don't have any but, then maybe you find the right person because you found that magic. Uh-huh. So so here was, here was one of the, the things that the guys, so they, they talked about the three things and then they kind of broke it down, but there were like five guys on the panel, so they all kind of said something different. But this, these, so one guy said, I want to see what's in you. Right, he he talked about the 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 necessities of who are you, and how do you see you, and how do you want me to see you, which which I thought was different from just a physical attraction. That somebody's got to look like a Coke bottle. They got to have long hair. They got to have nice legs. They got. He said, "Who the." the after we get past the physical part of the part where I'm attracted to you and you're attracted to me, now I want to know what's in you. Are you the wife material? Are you long-term commitment material? You know, like, are you are you, you know, the, I think that the I, person? Go ahead. I think that's um that is very interesting because I think that is what um carries a person on from being um a figment of my imagination or real. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we conjure things up in our minds when we initially talk to a person, Oh, they're the greatest thing, oh, he's so wonderful, right. he's I mean the way he talks to me, the blah 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 blah. But it's not until you experience him out. In a in a physical situation, you know whether it is you know you got to put a person in different situations. Whether it's at the movies, at a restaurant, just walking and talking. When he's around his friends, when he's around his family, when he comes around your family, you know you have to see the dynamics of different situations in order for you to discover if they are the same person that you're physically attracted to. Physical attraction is right. easy. Right. That's easy. Right. But it's a whole yeah. other ball game to get a person that you can um, intertwine with on a mental, emotional, spiritual level. It's, it's totally different. Even I even I say sex is easy. So physical attraction is easy. Sex is easy. Those things are easy. But when you want to get magic, then you got to get into the spiritual connections, the mental connections, the emotional connections with another person. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get magic. And, and this is what the, one of the guys said. He said, I want somebody who wants and not needs. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. I thought that sense. that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, said, that I, makes a lot I of sense. want to, yeah, 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 yeah. I want because to, when, I, I want to want, want you but not need. I mean, you know, not in that sense. But he right. was just saying, like, I want the want and not the need. No, you want the need and not the want. Well, he was saying, like, I think, 
No, I thought I said wants versus not. Like, he wants somebody who wants, not the person that needs. Like, I need to be in a okay, relationship. I get it. Like, That's right. No, I want That's to be right. in a relationship right. with someone who is compatible with me, who I can communicate with. Not like I just need to be with somebody because I'm, you know, I'm not used to being by myself and all of these different kinds of things, which, which I think is a very interesting dynamic. Well, see, I think well, hey, really those let go me ahead. say this real quick before we go to commercial. I think those things go with when you make a list. This is what I have to have on my list versus what I actually get. So I think that's when you get your wants and your needs. And, and like, we, we had this conversation before, and I, and I know you're not a big list person. Um, yeah, you you expressed that. But, but here's the thing. Like we talked about this person being loud or this person showing too much or this this type of person. Like, I think when you write stuff down, you set a standard. Like, you set a benchmark. You set guardrails. And you say, this is a type of person that I would enjoy being with. This is a type of person that I want as a part of my life. I think sometimes we just say, this is the type of person I want, but you want them to do what once they get to know you? You want a person that um, you can connect with, that you can um, have great conversation with and great chemistry, and it's not always a push or a pull, but it's easy. And, and you know, but I mean, you know we, we've both had what? encounters. But the, funny, but the funny thing about that is that, you know, this is like you can find somebody that is physically everything you desire. Right. And when you get down to it, they might have some of the, some of the spiritual things you desire. But when you get over mm-hmm. there to those mental and emotional, those may be areas that they can't even touch because there are certain things that you need emotionally and mentally that that person can't give you because they're not there yet. But how, and so that's, that's, that's a very, very good point in, should we just take a commercial so we roll with it a little? All right, let's let's take a quick commercial. Let's let's take let's a commercial, and then we come on and end it out. Oh, absolutely. So, hey, folks, visit MWHY Radio Network site, and you can receive a free trial of Hootsuite. When you sign up today, you will receive a free 30-day trial of Hootsuite Pro. Hootsuite unique uh, social media dashboard allows organizations to manage multiple social networks, engage and identify their audience, and also analyze their social media campaign. So, again, visit www.mwhyradio.com and sign up for a free trial today. Just go on the site and click the Hootsuite logo. Listen, folks, we're going we're gonna to go to a quick commercial break. I ain't even putting out no more call. You know what to do. We'll be at we be back after this. I had a monster today, so I'm like wired up right now, so please forgive me. <laughs> Take me to In a fast-paced world, getting your message heard everywhere can still be a challenge if you're not connecting to your target audience. Allow MWHY Radio to assist you in getting your message heard on social media, video, digital magazines, on apps, and on our broadcast network. MWHY Radio's broadcast listeners Tune in online through 10 terrestrial stations on iHeartRadio and during live events. Visit our Fiverr page for special offers throughout the summer to assist you in jumpstarting your advertising needs. That's www.fiverr.com forward slash M-W-H-Y radio. F-I-V-E-R-R dot com forward slash M-W-H-Y radio. 
If you were designing the perfect dating site, what would you include? A private voice or video chat room? A private photo gallery and profile area? How about matches based on similar interests? And to keep it special, you could add profile blocking, no third-party intervention, spam protection, and even monthly drawings for great prizes and more. That's exactly what you'll find at milesapart.dating. Visit milesapart.dating today and get a free one-year membership while they last. That's milesapart.dating. Brought to you by... On the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on May We Help You Radio Network. So on the May We Help You Radio Network. MWHY Radio Network. May We Help You Radio. On the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Broadcast Network. The network that helps you. Welcome back to A Different Identity, Up Close and Personal with Lawrence and Pam. As I indicated in the last segment, I had a monster today, so I am, like, wrapped up. So y'all going to have to forgive me um, until this kind of wears off. But, Pam, you, you made a very interesting point in the last segment, and I, and I wanted to ask this question. As you start talking about mental and emotional needs, right? And so mm-hmm. do you think, and, and, a, and a lot of times, and it was mentioned in this interview, and I wanted to save that for the last portion, um, when men start talking about women who are spiritually grounded, do mm-hmm. you think someone being spiritually grounded is going to be the best emotionally? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That means nothing. That just means you have your relationship intact for your religion, but it has nothing to do with your emotional well-being. Some people are so spiritually uh, sound that they are no earthly good. That's how the statement goes. You better say it. Actually, some of them probably the craziest. No. But why do no. you think that is, though? Because they think they married to Jesus. They just as kooky and crazy as they want to be. And, and I and I get it. And so that's why I asked that question of when you start talking about having someone who is spiritually grounded, does that make them a better candidate? Again, not no. just as a person, but from the emotional side or mental well-being. Because nope. I have this nope. relationship, I go to a church, I know my pastor, I can quote scripture, nice. I'm a prayer warrior, I'm all of these great. different things. But how? 
does that help to make magic for you? No. No. Because the devil can go to church. I mean, it's, it, to me, it's nothing, nothing. That means nothing. You know, it all goes back to a statement I made last week when we were talking about mental illness. A person can be so spiritual and their mental is off so they have mental illness. That's how people end up committing suicide, but yet they still claim they love God because something is missing. There's a missing element there because they're so spiritually grounded that their mental and emotional is out of focus. You have to be balanced. And I understand that. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad you say that, but what creates balance? What creates enough balance that you can now create magic? Well, you can't say what creates balance. Balance is, is something that everybody comes to on their own. That's, an, that's another individual thing because mentally people have gone through different things. So they arrive at a even-tempered, regardless of what they've gone through, uh, state on their own. And it may not be in the same place that I will be in or I'm in, and I may have gone through similar things. So that's an individual thing. Emotions are the same way. Sometimes, you know, you've gone through so much that your emotions are just out of whack. You can't seem to get that in order uh, until it's time. So I say it's it's individual. It's all about the individual. And, and I understand that it being an individual concern, but here's the other thing is that you're now – um, in a in a position or posture or a place where you're pulling somebody into that. And so now if you have these emotional concerns or these things that you're dealing with that I'm not aware of because you haven't made me aware of them or something that we haven't talked about, it doesn't it creates a different kind of magic. And it and then I'm not even gonna call it magic, but I'm gonna call it a mystery. Because you're trying to figure out where they are. And just like you but, said, you know, also, I have gone through a similar situation. A but it's more than a mystery, more than that. It's, it's so complicated that it goes beyond a mystery. A mystery can be solved. But some people are so complicated when it comes to their emotions and their mental state, you may never get to the bottom of it. Yeah, and so now it creates you know, this sense of this uh, sense of entitlement, like because I've been hurt before, everybody owes me. You you owe me to right. be nice to me. You owe me to do the things that I want you to do because somebody else hurt me. And so right. now instead of it being, you know, a, a balanced relationship, it now becomes controlling. It now becomes demanding. It now becomes well, you need it, in order to be with me, these are the things that you need to do and, and, and it creates an imbalance. And it's and it's right. funny in, in just these last couple of minutes here, like, you know, at my church we've really been talking about mental health, and not only mental health just in general, but trauma. And that, you know, has has come up as like, I won't even say a buzzword, but it is one of those things that you only identify with it when you start to hear things. 
and, and what I mean by that is the triggers. So if you suffer with, you know, whatever issue you might be faced with um, or from a, a situation that you went through, I'm not going to know where you are until something happens. And that's why I talked when I that's why I'm saying mystery. You go from magic to mystery because now you're trying to figure out who this person is, what happened, and what's in there. But but the problem with that is again, I'm gonna go back to what I originally said. It still is beyond a mystery because mysteries can be solved. Some people you can never get to the bottom of why they are nuts. You will never get to the bottom of why they are so emotionally unstable because based on what they're telling you, you don't see any signs of why that should be. Exactly. You but it's because nobody never get to the bottom of it. No, it, it's not even about whether somebody wanted to get to the bottom of it. It's about whether that person wants to come out of it. Yeah, but do you feel like that somebody's going to judge me? If they find out that I deal with this, if they find out that I have, you know, whatever issues or traumatic issues that I'm facing. So listen to this one thing that somebody said to me. They they started talking about women who don't have fathers automatically gravitate to men. And they look for approval. They look for all of these things because there was an element missing. But how do I know that? I have to wait until something happens to figure out that you got daddy issues. But just like I said, stop sitting around trying to figure it out. Leave a mystery where it is. It's too much. It is some of that stuff is too much for one human to try to figure out. It is. It's way too much and it's unfair. Just like you said, it was unfair earlier for someone to feel like they should put how they've been treated on the current person. It's the same concept with you, someone putting you through different cycles because you remind me of, or this situation reminds me of, so I'm going to treat you as such. But they don't even verbally say it. They just act it. Right. Right. And, you know, even for myself, like I had a I had a personal situation where somebody said to me, for, I ain't going to be putting up with this no more. And I'm like, putting up with what? I dealt with this mm-hmm. before. With who? Because you were nutcase. <laughs> I, I, I guess that's it, Bill. I guess that's it. Yeah, you a nutcase. So listen, folks, I know we got to close out. We're out of time, but we're never out of things to talk about. Hey, everybody that's on the line, thank you, thank you, and thank you. I hope there was something insightful that you got from this conversation. Again, sometimes it's not about the outer. It's about the inner, knowing what you want, knowing what you don't want, um, understanding the language, understanding that it's, it's not just about you. It's about what's in you. It's about who you are. It's about what you see and how you want. Um, But at the end of the day, it's how we serve and how we serve each other. That's what it's all about, knowing what you like and don't like. But, again, to be in a relationship, it's about serving. And so, you know, serving but also being served, that's what it's all about. Listen, folks, thank you again for joining us. We are out of time. Uh, We will see you next week, same time, same place, on a different identity where, as we believe. When you know better, you do better. 
Good night, everyone. Have a great weekend. Do better, man. Do better.